right. Good morning, everybody. It's time for the Beer Geeks. Hear us pour right here on Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. Let me go around the table here. I got Dirty Derek in the corner. How you doing, Derek? Lovely, Freddie. How you doing? Awesome. I got from Exit 190 Beer Deli in Dixon City. I got the one and only Dr. Johnny Blindside. How you doing, buddy? Happy Saturday. It is a happy Saturday. Of course, I can't forget our very special guest who likes to bring food here because we love when they're bringing food <laughs> Certainly <here>. welcome. <laughs> That's definitely a good time, man, isn't it? He's Mr. Gene. Whoa, what the heck is that? No way. I didn't hear that. I hate when that happens, man. We have Mr. Gene Philbin from Peculiar Culinary rocking out and bringing us some killer chow once again. And he's very excited about the beer selection we have for today, aren't you? Absolutely. I'm pretty much sure that I'm almost out of the first beer already. Outstanding. Now, you're going to want to stick around, man. We're going to talk about the food when he's up. Well, I'm the second pouring a beer, I guess it'll be. And you're going to find out how you can have this master chef. Man, he's going to cater your party, your wedding, your situation. It's going to happen big time. He's going to be a big star someday. I told him I'm going to have him an inferno in a matter of months. And last but not least of this very special roundtable we have today for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, we have our friend Sean, and you are from the Scranton uh, Scranton Brewers Guild, right? Yes, I am. Scranton Home Brewers Guild? Oh, Home Brewers. Awesome. If you want good beer, you got to make it yourself. All right. That, that's a great motto, man. That's a great motto. I like that. Called in a couple weeks. He was hungover like there was no tomorrow because he was just totally like there was leftover cups at the end of their tastings and stuff. He'd sneak back in the room and he'd be finishing up. He's, you know, the National Home Brewers Conference, it's just one of those things. You have to drink a lot when you're there. Well, you definitely did, man, because if you heard the before and after from his... Uh, his interview he did here on the Beer Geeks, man, what a pro, man. You stood up tall when you were on the air, and you really rocked it out. And I was actually, I was actually impressed. That's a sad thing. I was impressed because I couldn't relate to that situation. But you're here live now in the studio. You're going to chow down on some great peculiar food. And uh, why don't you just start us off, Dirty Derek, with that oh, wonderful lineup that everybody's oh, yes. so excited about. Yeah, we got a lot of good response from this one. I, I was uh, kind of, I don't know if I want to say I was surprised because it's, it's really good beers, but uh, yeah, it was a good response from this one. This is, we decided to go with this week was the uh, the Saison. This is a style that's really gaining a lot of popularity in the craft brew world. Uh, it's an older style that really, if it wasn't for American brewers, there's a style that probably would have disappeared. Right. Uh, it's a really popular Belgian style. It used to be brewed. It's actually considered a, a farmhouse ale. Uh, it was actually brewed in farmhouses. It was brewed for workers in the field. So it's kind of the, the traditional styles are a lot more lower in alcohol. And uh, what that was for was because, you know, you want your work workers to be refreshed and enjoy a drink, but you want them to still work. <laughs> so when you start giving them something that's like 8 9%, that's a very short work day. So a lot of the uh, the traditional ones are more, you know, 3 4%. They're, they're your session beers, right? Oh, yeah. So they're, they're a lot lighter in alcohol. Uh, but when the American kind of came in, took over, and, you know, we beefed them up like we love to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's really what we, we've gone with. We have a lot of the American-stylized ones here. Um, but we really, they're, they're light, they're refreshing, they're really wonderful beers. If you're just getting into craft beer, they're a really great introductory beer. Uh, you can kind of come to this style, even if you've only drunk light beers in the Pryat Pass, you can easily transition into this one. And uh, it's another one that's really, it's open for interpretations. Like, you know, we have powder IPAs yeah. that are traditionally very hoppy and different hops. But with the Saisons, it can range because they're brewed in farmhouses and they're brewed by farmers. The ingredients changed dependent upon what they grew in the field. Some were brewed with wheat, some were brewed with rye, some are a little more hoppy, but they always use the, uh, the hoppy uh, noble hops, and they're a little more spicy. 
So in other words, if this, if like the cast from Hee Haw back in the day was <laughs> yes. brewing beer, it'd be a saison. D- definitely. All I right, would. that's it. And so everybody can understand. So now we're all, all on right. the same page. <laughs> I searched the world over <laughs> and thought I found true love. You and another, and you were gone. gone. You was gone, Freddie. You was gone. Was will be gone. <laughs> Leaving later on. It's wow. all good. Sorry, this Derek. Don't interrupt me again. Go back. <laughs> this is taking a tour I wasn't expecting. Um, but no, it's, it's a style that's very much interp- open for interpretation to the brewer, and they can really get in things different involved that they want. And we'll see a wide range of that uh, within what we have today. But really, the main flavor you're getting from the Saison is from the yeast. The Saison yeast strain, uh, predominantly a lot of brewers like to use the Saison DuPont stream, uh, strain. Uh, it has a lot of the different phenolics, a lot of the flavors that you want from a Saison. But really, it's it's left open. They can do a whole wide range of things. Some some of these beers you're gonna we're gonna have today are dependent solely upon the yeast, and that's the flavor you have coming through. Some added some spices. Some brewed it with different uh, different malts. There's all different things. So after all that, let's all get right, into the yeah. beer. Yeah. What's, who's, what's the first <laughs> one we're chugging down? And I want to see what Doctor Johnny thinks about the, this. The, the first one is actually it's a newer one. This is from our, our our one of our favorites, the Stone Brewing Company. This is their saison. They they just released this about two months ago. Uh, so they're just throwing their hat into this, and, and, you know, Stone is not afraid of being very in-your-face, very aggressive. Uh, so it was kind of, when I saw they were doing a Saison, I was surprised because that's kind of not a style that you really see as being in-your-face right. aggressive. They did a, a tribute beer a few months ago. One of their brewers passed away, uh, was injured in an accident at the brewery, and they made a Imperial Saison that was smoked and all, like, really over the top. Right. Um, which is normal for Stone. Cool. This is kind of a more reserved saison, a little more laid back. This is kind of one that's more dependent upon the yeast. Cool. So you get a lot of those those flavors coming through. What do you think, John? Um, uh, this is delicious. This um, when, I, when Fred or Derek was explaining how saisons are, when, the first thought that comes to me is light and spicy, and mostly saisons. They had that spiciness. Even though there's hot presence in a lot of them, you don't get that. So people who don't like IPAs and don't like the bitterness at all, most saisons don't have a lot of that. Or if they have some, it's always mixed in with the spiciness that comes from the yeast and the other ingredients. So it's something that's light. It's kind of tangy. There's some sweetness to it. Um, This particular one is, I would think, more mellow and less spicy than some other saisons that I have. But uh, it's something that's very easily drinkable because it's not anything harsh. On you and that light spiciness that that kind of has a malt in it uh, is is very nice and easy drinkable. Uh, it's a nice summer beer. Cool, Gene. I did. <laughs> did you even pour one? Did you pour it's one? Gone. Or is it gone? It's, it's unfortunately You're gone. You're in <laughs> saison heaven, man. He came he in thirsty. <laughs> he he was skipping like a girl on his way <laughs> with his bags of food. He's skipping saison saison across the parking lot here at Intercom with his bags of food. And I wasn't gonna make fun of him because he had bags of food. John, John, you were but on now, there. But now we had the food in front of us. We can now make fun. Yeah, of him. because <laughs> the worst thing to do when Gene's coming at you with bags of food if he turns away and walks in a different direction. That's the worst part of anything with Peculiar. If they're walking away from you with food, that's a bad thing. You always want to make sure they're coming towards you. What do you think, Gene? I don't remember. It's been a while since I had this beer. No, I'm a big fan of Stone and I'm a big fan of Saison and the two of them together. I I love it. I I think it has nice, like, like Johnny said, nice light spice. I got some coriander in there and a little ginger. And it's just a nice beer, especially for this time of year, cool. this weather. 
and, uh, you know, some nice pulled pork. Is there any time I could start eating? I mean, I know we got to hear what Sean, I want to hear what Sean has to say about this, but I'm ready to get into my food here, man. When have you ever been bashful about eating in the mic? Yeah, just dig yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. Sean, just <laughs> blather on about something. <laughs> you, I'm going to hit this, okay? No, what do you think, Sean? Well, I, I really like saisons, and, and from a homebrewing standpoint, you know, the saison is really one of the first traditional um, – Seasonal beers, you know, it's very popular in the craft beer world right now to have a lot of seasonals. We have our Oktoberfest and and different uh, beers like that. The summer saison is the original seasonal from Belgium, so it really in you know brings out summer, and it's a great taste to have. Oh, cool beans! Everybody, summer saison. Actually, saison means season. That's yeah. it's French. We're we're taking some lessons now. We got some uh, language lessons. Well, going. that's a great name for like an all girls disco group. <laughs> Summer saison. <laughs> they could do like remakes of, of of stuff from like ABBA. And I was gonna say there's like an ABBA cover band. Tonight that's playing I- at the <laughs> casino. Summer saison <laughs> in the empty glasses. We're on a cruise ship. That's, that's a-, a great idea. Can you write that other? Gra- How many great ideas do we I need to get, get a board in here? That's what we need. We need a great idea. I have board. so many great ideas all the time. <laughs> Is anybody documenting these? <laughs> we need an encyclopedia. Someone, someone started a Twitter feed of Freddie's great ideas. All right, and then wow, people actually started eating before. I've started, so I'm going to let people eat. I'm going to tell people about this killer giveaway that we have today because we're going to make this happen. Oh, yes. We got this wonderful book again, and people really love the literature that we offer them here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Their opportunities to win Brew Like a Pro, and it's by the author of Dave Miller, uh, Make Pub-Style Draft Beer at Your Own Home. And this book will teach you how to do so. Plus, you know, when you're serving guests those fine craft beers at your house, we got a nice stack of peculiar culinary coasters, man. These are sweet and they're eye-catching. <laughs> That's what you need. And from what I understand, at a certain hour after you drink enough beer... They'll talk to you. That's what I heard. It's true. I don't know if that's true. And we got some real cool soap, which a lot of people oh, yeah. out there could use. It's <laughs> beer soap, man. Beer yeah. soap. Blue Ribbon Beer Soap we, from it, the Beer Soap Company. There's the Beer Soap Company. You can check them out. It's beersoapcompany.com. They have a lot of really cool soaps they actually make. They make one with Chimay Red. They make all yeah. these different soaps and Fantastic! This one's actually—it's uh, got you know PBR. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna That's smell awesome. just you know this is for all the hipsters out there. Some guy <laughs> you took the words right out of my yeah. Some guy is going to win this soap today. He's gonna shower up with it before he goes on a date, and his woman is gonna think that he stopped at the bar to pound down a couple PBRs and smack him in the face and break up with him, and then probably go and bang half his friends if he has any. No, we didn't wait long for it to get there, did we? No. Well, I'm just saying, and we got this beautiful glass too that we're going to give away as well. It's all happening today on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. We got these wonderful cast of characters here, and I'm telling you what, man, I was down in my basement again the other day, the other day, and I'm looking around, and I got so many great ideas, and thank God I have somewhere to go where I could talk to an actual professional who's going to help design and um, build the mm-hmm. perfect man cave for me downstairs. My wife don't even know this is going to happen yet, <laughs> so she's going to be shocked. Surprise. She's going to shock the hell out of her, because this guy's crazy enough where he can make this happen. He's going to build this like in my ninja. house. He is a ninja, man. It's <laughs> wonderful. And we're there, and that's Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork in Pittston. And you want to stop in and check them out on Facebook first if you want. Take a look at all the great designs, perfect kitchens, or that beautiful man cave where you could uh, build a shroud in a temple to all your favorite craft beer. The guy's got craft beer on his mind, and he's definitely got the magic in his hands. It's Carpenter <laughs> Galore, and it's a good time, man. You just want to go and have a consultation for that. Oh, yeah, just for even that. Even if you don't even own a house, <laughs> you'll be renting a joint. You'll, you'll be paying rent to somebody and you'll think it's so cool 
pole and you'll love what you see. You'll be paying them to remodel somebody else's <laughs> house to design it. Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. Derek, tell them where they can find this cool cat. You can get in touch. The phone number is 570-654-1461. They're on rear 205 Broad Street in yeah. Old Pittston. Pittston, make it happen. We're going to enjoy a little bit. We're going to pay some bills with commercials and we'll be back more with some fine summer saison. And Abba and Sister Sledge here. <laughs> Pure Geeks Radio Hour. To commemorate the opening of their 29th location in Mountaintop, Jack Williams Tire made a $500 donation to the Pennsylvania Wounded Warriors Organization. The Pennsylvania Wounded Warriors is a nonprofit organization that aids in restoring the physical and mental health of wounded vets in PA. Last fall, with the help of Mary Grace Eckert, sixth grade student at St. Jude School in Mountaintop, coin collection banks were set up at the Jack Williams Tire locations in Wilkesbury, Hazelton, and Kingston in support of the PAWW. Since 20. 2012, Mary Grace has been very actively involved in the PAWW, raising almost $5,000 to date for wounded veterans in the state. What makes the PAWW stand apart from other nonprofit organizations is that 100% of all proceeds stay within the state and are used to help cater to the needs of our wounded vets. Jack Williams Tire prides themselves on giving back to the community, and with their mountaintop location opening shortly following Memorial Day weekend, this was the perfect organization to support. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. Oh. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Over $4,000 off any Volvo in stock. I'm Ken Pollock, and at Volvo Volksbury Scranton, we have your new luxury vehicle. Over $4,000 off means the exciting S60 sedan is just $29,820, and the luxurious XC60 SUV starts at just $38,270. Ken Pollock's Volvo Volksbury Scranton. Award winning safety, award winning sales and service. Take a test drive today on Route 315 in Pittston or visit us online at Volvo of WBS.com. Includes all rebates, must have owner loyalty or conquest. Expire 731 2014. This is awesome. This is one of the greatest days of my life right now. I'm very happy. There it is. My headphones are killing out on me. Oh, my mouth is full, too. I'm talking on the air because I'm eating, man. Pulled pork. Peculiar culinary. Chef Gene Philbin in here. Oh, you want your damn mic on? There we go. All right. That's how this works. Here, your little crybabies got their their mics turned on. (laughs) Tell me a little bit of what you prepared for us, man. This is fabulous, Gene. I was thinking two things. I was thinking between uh, something to pair with Cezanne and something to pair with July 4th weekend. Wow. So I did a little peculiar barbecue. Damn straight Uh, you did, dog. Nothing classic about this. I I actually didn't even smoke it in lieu of... Or uh, in in uh, love of what we we talk about here, I braised it in beer. Oh wow! I had uh, some Scotch ale in my in my fridge. Yeah. I took the pork, rubbed the whole thing in sriracha, yeah. mixed peppercorns, tarragon, garlic, 
Real simple. And then braised it in the scotch ale for 12 hours. Oh, this is great. And then I made some homemade barbecue sauce. Fresh tomatoes, lots of oh, herbs, man. brown sugar, no ketchup, no packaged product. No Brown sugar. <laughs> just like I knew you would. And then we got a little couple side dishes. Oh, yes. So and you didn't call Freddie over to help you smoke it? No, no. Uh, that's real funny. <laughs> How I about know. you smoke that's this? That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. I'm trying to eat my lunch. You make me laugh, I'm going to choke. He's going to die live on air. Is that a challenge? Don't, don't choke on the pesto. All right, you can go on. Tell me what else, how great this is. Fabulous, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm just, uh, again, I, I wanted something I thought would pair lightly. I didn't go super spicy. I didn't go smoky. Oh, my God. I went beer braised, really light tomato barbecue sauce, and then just a simple pesto pasta salad, lots of fresh basil. Lots of fresh tomatoes, artichokes. Nothing incredibly peculiar, just, you know, I, I put a lot of love into it. No pun be, intended. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make something nice and light that would go with oh, the light so beers. Good, man. And, uh, hopefully set some, you some flavors it. off. Thanks, brother. You nailed it. This is great. We'll be back in 10 minutes when I'm done eating. <laughs> <laughs> no. We got to get on some beer. Yeah, we'll get on the beer. I'll, I'll take over. How's that? Go on. We're, we're, <laughs> we're moving on now. Now we got into the, uh, the Allagash Saison. Allagash is a very well-known brewery up in Maine. Um, they do a lot of really fantastic Belgian-style beers, and uh, this is their saison. Uh, this is now you're going to kind of notice a difference in your pouring. This is a little more cloudy, a little lighter malt than the last one. This one relies a little bit even more heavily upon the the traditional yeast strain, the the peppery spice, like the the ending of the the stone saison. You get a little peppery spice on the back end of this. Oh, yeah. This one is is much crisper. Really, just really refreshing, really light. Um, alcohol percentage, the, the stone was 6. This is 6.1, so we're in the same wheelhouse with that. Um, but just a really refreshing. This is the kind of beer you want to have on a summer day. This is a, a perfect example of the of the Saison style, which is very clean, crisp, refreshing. Everything you can want. This one seems to me like a more lemony flavor to it and a little bit, uh, like you said, lighter in, in mouthfeel <laughs> on it than the, than the, uh, the stone. But it's also something that... Uh, you know, for this type type of uh, time of the year, something that you can drink by the poolside or out in your lawnmower. So good. <laughs> <laughs> poolside. Gene, we'll go with, that with you next, telling us what you think about this beer. Freddie's <laughs> eating there, so we'll let him chew down. Thanks, man. I've always been a fan of the Allagash uh, Brewery. In, in fact, one of the, the first craft beers I ever or tried was the Allagash White. Um, I'm a big fan of this. I mean, and... The simplest terms, I, I could drink this all day. I love it. I do like the spice that's in it. It's not too harsh. Um, 6.1 to some people might be a little higher in alcohol, but you really don't taste it. Not to you, madman. Oh, no, God, no. I mean, 120 ain't high for me, but, you know, that's a whole other story. But, no, this is a great drinking beer. I think it goes good with barbecue. Um, I think it sets right. off some flavors, and, you know, I think this would also go good with spicy food. Like I said, I didn't make anything super spicy, but this could really cool down some nice, you know, sriracha... Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah, man. It's not super spicy, but just to let people know out there, this fine barbecue that you have today, uh, there's somebody left on the back porch. So it's not that spicy, but there is something left there. And I love that, like a slight aftertaste of spice. If it goes away instantly, and I'm expecting a little kick... I'm not a happy cat, but when you have a nice barbecue, regardless of what you're drinking, you want something left over. I do, because it just makes me want more and more, and I'm enjoying my whole meal rather than quick bites. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Good. Yes. Cool. Because you don't want to have to chug a whole beer to, to get the gist of it. You yeah. don't want to, unless you drink uh, for medicinal reasons, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, I don't know. 
It is what it is, but I it's not over it's not too spicy, but there is like that the residual taste that like the residual good taste is like how I like to refer to it. So you did a bang up job uh, with this barbecue today. I gotta finish that up and in the meantime saving me here so I could do that, my good friend Sean. Um <clears throat> Allagash is one of my favorite breweries, and I think that this beer especially is very indicative of what the American craft industry is doing to traditional styles. You know, they're using Tettinger hops in there, but they also got two really nice uh, U.S. hop varieties in there, Cascades and Bravo, and it's giving you a little bit more of that hop bitterness in the beginning part and letting the Saison part end at the end. So it really is helping to show what the craft industry is doing to really take those um, traditional European styles and Americanize them with the, with the hop varieties that we have going on now. Oh, cool. Unfortunately, Allagash isn't re- really available in this area anymore. It was more available, and they kind of pulled back out of here, and we're hoping and waiting someday that they'll be able to bring it back to the area. Is there a reason for this, John? Uh, well, exactly no, but... Uh, Overall, we kind of think that it was a supply and demand kind of thing. Right. And again, Philadelphia will get everything. So if you're down in Philadelphia, I'm sure you can get some Allagash. But uh, up in our area, unfortunately, it's not right really available right now. Mm. Yeah. So some of the beers we have today aren't available directly in the area. But if you go down, start getting down towards Allentown, right, and right. down to Philly, you'll start to find pretty much all of these are right, available right. in that area. Um, but this, this is what Sean was saying about the, the hops. That's the one thing that the Americans really have added on to because the traditional style is used more of the noble hops which have a more spicy notes to it and now with the americans taking a to- uh, turn to it you know we use a lot of citrus type hops a lot of the grapefruit all those types of flavors coming through and they really pair very well with the saison yeast and it's kind of making it uh, you know, there's been a lot of push because really you have two camps of the saison you have the french or the belgian but that's a lot of push now people saying there should be an americanized style of saison mostly because of the hops that are put into it because they're basing the recipes on traditional recipes from the Belgian area, but they're adding in the American ice hops, which are higher in alpha ha- acids and have a lot more of a, a, a bite to it, but also have a lot more grapefruit or, or pine notes to it because that's what we have in a lot of the American ice hops. And that's the uh, the other style you're talking about, the, the Belgian and French, is the Beer de Garde, which is close to a Cezanne. And just in different areas, as far as the north of France and the south of Belgium, <coughs> and farmhouse ales and done the same thing. And Beer de right. Garde is beer for saving or beer for storing. And it's the same kind of thing where they make it and then give it to the workers out there. So it's just oh, different cool. areas, but wow. subtle differences in it. Where are these places? Are they hiring anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Any applications online? That's what we should We should start having. Um, if we're going to get a the, beer break. If we're going to do wow. the American Saison, it should be. We should have American farms that are serving this to their workers. I wonder what kind of breaks they give you in Bolivia <laughs> when you work on the farm. I don't we don't get no break. Oh, man. <laughs> get back on the donkey. Mm, okay, man. So that's cool. We're learning all this stuff, history and recipes for these fine beers today. <laughs> and, Gene, you talked about your glass is always the first. One. His class has been empty the longest. There's dust you got to blow off the it rim. Was, it was empty before he filled it. He was thirsty coming out of the car this morning. He saw him. <laughs> yes, just, he was. Somebody want to just uh, siphon or just funnel some beer over to Gene directly? <laughs> you can just pull on a little chute, jump it up when he needs it. It's all good stuff. Everybody's here enjoying their beers. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, we We're are. just a bunch of gluttonous pigs, aren't we? <laughs> I'm on the food diet. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> We're enjoying the heck out of it. All right, man, it's coming up. We're going to do another break right now because we got to get our next beers ready. How many more we got left, Eric? We got, we got three more to we go. We got three We're more. Going. We're going good. So I'm going to get these breaks out of the way so we can make this happen. And once again, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I th- my cat was stuck oh, no. in the ceiling in my basement because we're getting ready to remodel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, what's the worst? 
first thing. If I rip down the ceilings, it's going to be okay. <laughs> It'll just have the, you know, I'll have to get um, our boy in there quicker from Celtic Cadetry and Millwork to do some work and get my man cave all done. But luckily, little Magadilla, she got out on her own. She was stuck up there. It sucked because I had to sit in my basement. It's all pulled apart, and I'm waiting, and I'm listening for meows up in the ceiling and stuff while I was brooding because I know the cat got up in the walls or up in the ceiling because my wife let the cat down in the damn basement. My kitties aren't allowed in the basement. They're not supposed to be down in the basement. I don't want to get on that because I don't want those phone calls coming into the studio. What I'm trying to get at is... If Kelton had, well, I would have been screwed. My cat would have been screwed if I already had the thing. <laughs> I mean, she but I was going to rip everything down because it didn't matter because I have Kelton cabinetry and millwork coming in, going to build me the perfect man cave. Or if you want to design, redesign, rebuild your whole kitchen, you got a new house coming, anything, you want to stop in and see the showroom today, Kelton cabinetry and millwork, Derek, tell them how to get there. You can get to them at, uh, they're on rear 205 Broad Street in Pittston. Pretty easy to find. Just plug that in the old Jeepus. Or if you want to give them a call, it's 570-654-1461. they set you up and you can get down there and meet up with them and do this man cave up right. Down like clowns in a three-ring circus. We're coming back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Come sail away with Koopa Seafood. Only one place that loves beer as much as you do. Cooper's Seafood House in Scranton and Pittston. With over 450 craft brews and 28 rotating taps, you're sure to find your favorite beer. Cooper's also has the area's only digital beer menu, so you can search for your suds and their ingredients before you order. They also have growlers available for takeout. Come and enjoy your favorite beer at the bar, in the cabana, or on the dock at Cooper's Seafood House in Scranton and Pittston. Be honest. Will owning a bigger TV help you get ahead in life? Will another pair of shoes make you a better person? Probably not. But what if you could speak another language? If acquiring a new language excites you more than acquiring more stuff, then wait until you hear this. As part of its biggest language learning event in history, Rosetta Stone is giving away demos of its powerful language learning software absolutely free. For your free demo, call 1-800-916-2899. And Rosetta Stone has made language learning more convenient than ever. Learn on your computer or iPad, then practice on the go with your smartphone or MP3 player without ever opening a book or memorizing boring vocabulary again. Do you want more stuff or do you want a language that will last a lifetime? After all, it's all about priorities. To try a free demo of this powerful language learning software, call 1-800-916-2899. Again, get your free demo now. 1-800-916-2899. That's 1-800-916-2899. Being new parents, our child safety was our number one concern. We tried to learn as much as we could before our little one was born. We searched parenting websites, reading about everything from formula to car seats, anything to keep our child safe. What we didn't know was the number one cause of infant death could happen right in our own home. In northeastern Pennsylvania, three out of every four infant deaths were caused by how parents placed their baby in the crib. And nearly one in four infant deaths were a result of parents leaving toys and blankets in the crib while the baby was asleep. Your child needs you to protect them. Lay your baby on his or her back when they sleep. Remove all toys and pillows from the crib. They can be choking hazards or cause the baby to suffocate. Don't become part of the statistic. Become part of the solution. To learn more about causes in infant death and safety practices to prevent it from happening in your home, call the Luzerne County Children and Youth Services at 570-826-8710. This is a public service announcement brought to you by the Mass Communications Department at King's College and Volunteers of America of Pennsylvania. 
As a doctor, I've seen too many women with breast cancer who could have avoided extensive treatment or even death had they just gotten an annual mammogram. Every major medical organization experienced in breast cancer recommends annual mammograms for women 40 and older. Please, if you're 40 or older, get a mammogram every year. If you have a family history or other risk factors, talk to your doctor about what's right for you. To find an accredited center, visit mammographysavelives.org. All right, man. We're all here today, full force, having a lot of damn fun because that's what we do. We are the beer geeks, hear us pour. Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. We got business to get down to. We had a fabulous meal provided by Peculiar Culinary. Chef Gene Philbin is here today. Hook him up on Facebook. Gene, tell them how they can get in touch with you if they want to book you for a fine catering uh, event of their own or if they're looking for your next pop-up event. Well, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and our website, PeculiarCulinary.com. If you Google us, we come right up on top. Go out on Facebook, search Peculiar Culinary. Right. We're the only ones in and, the world with that name. Yeah. <laughs> Good and, choice of name. Yeah, it My is. wife came up with it. And she, she's yeah. a smart girl. We actually, we were going to, I really wanted to start a pickling company at one point. Oh, and I wanted you're a cool all about na- the pickles, man. I'm nuts for them. I know you don't like them, but she, I said, I need something that rolls off the tongue. And she, out of nowhere, Peculiar Pickling Company. She's a smart girl. So then when we started going through different branding, I said, Let's, you came up with it. Let's just keep the name. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people say, is your food peculiar? Said, no, but our staff is. We, yeah. We are. <laughs> it's, it's not so, you know, the food's not always that peculiar as much as, you know, what, what we're all about. <laughs> His food's so good, I actually washed dishes for them one oh, night. Oh, that is true. That, that is, is true. true. It was an event. Looked like a 1950s <laughs> greaser with your white shirt. You know, the hair's going and... Yeah, we had a good time, though, and I think uh, we'll be doing another one real soon. Awesome, and I might even come in to wash those damn dishes, man. <laughs> nice. It's a good time. Great stuff. Easy to work with. When it makes you want to jump, when, when a kitchen's running so smooth, it makes you want to jump in and do the damn dishes. Wow, that's pretty tight, Yeah, man. I really don't go out too often and have no. that happen to me, but, uh, you know. Well, that's pretty tight. I guess I haven't gone to the right restaurant. Yeah, you're not going to see me walking down the backyard in the house tonight. <laughs> hey, guys, get out of the way. I want to do the dishes. Although they're real cool and a good time, it's not going to happen. Um, they'd probably shoot me if I tried. <laughs> See, all you got to do, Gene, is just feed Freddie, and he'll wash the dishes for you. That's, yeah. That's, oh, that's, dog, that's I'm going to carry you back. I'm going to leave your car here to save gas. I'm going to carry you <laughs> on the back. <laughs> all right, boys, let's get into the beer. You guys are interrupting me when I'm trying to get into the beer. Get into the yeah, beer. Yeah, we got we to get this one through before Gene finishes it. So we got to, this is. <laughs> Good luck. This I'll is wait. now the, uh, this is from Boulevard. This is their, their Tank 7 farmhouse ale. This is their take on the Saison. Uh, Boulevard is another brewery that they're, Going to be making their way into our area. They were a brewery that was uh, picked up by Duval out of uh, Belgium. They're the ones who own Oma Gang. And uh, they're working their way into their distribution lines. So we're going to start seeing Boulevard soon. I don't want to put a timestamp on it because that's that's too difficult to, to throw that on. You're distracting me. Keep going, Derek. Don't look that way. Well, I, it's it's distracting when you see someone going, oh, and I can't see what All they're right, doing. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> Boulevard. This is their their tank seven. This is more of a traditional saison. I don't uh, I don't know what the ABV is in this right now. Someone's got the someone told their bottle Eight off. Point. This is I think it's a six, six, uh, 8.5. Yeah, 8.5. This is getting a little little heftier. Um, their brewer is actually from over in the Belgium area and has, has done a lot of discussions. I think he was down at Saver this year talking about some things and uh, was talking about you know the, how this style has 
become what it is now that, you know, he said, you know, 15 years ago, you're in Belgium. And if you mentioned to anyone that you drank Saison's, they gave you a look of, what are you talking about? Because the style was so dead in that area that uh, no one was really drinking them. It wasn't until the uh, American brewers really grabbed onto the style and created what is now that we know as the Saison that it really became revitalized and, and started to build back up even back in the, the country where it was being brewed originally. And uh, this is this is a take more on it. It's a little cloudier, you can see, because they, they use a little bit more hefty in the malts, uh, a little spicier. There, there's he's, He was one thing that was uh, discussing that a lot of brewers use that Saison DuPont strain. He refuses to use that because he feels there's so much more you can do with it and actually uses just a traditional Belgian strain and uh, really works everything in to make this fall into the Saison strains and the, the style guides and everything. But it's a, it's a really, for being 8.5%, extremely drinkable, no alcoholic heat at all. The, you doing these side by side with the other two that were, you know, two per, two and a half percent lighter, you wouldn't notice that at all, which is great, but also can be very dangerous. <laughs> but it's a really highly drinkable and comes in the, the cork and cage bottle, makes you feel like you're, you know, popping something right from Belgium. Really highly enjoyable. I love, I, I love Boulevard, and this is another fantastic beer from them. It is, and Boulevard's uh, version of this farmhouse ale uh, is, compared to the other ones, it's nice to be able to do that back-to-back. As you can see, there's more malt flavor. There's more spiciness. It's a little richer, a little bit heavier in the mouthfeel, but it's uh, it's very drinkable. It's just something that uh, bursts with flavor, this one does, compared to some of the other ones that were a little bit lighter in flavor. This has this more uh, forward flavor in the whole thing. What do you think, Gene? <laughs> as he takes another <laughs> It's very good. I like this one a lot. Um as, am, am I wrong to say it's hoppy? No, they 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 do have a more aggressive hops put into this. They're good. Yeah, it, it's it's. I feel like it's like half wheat, half IPA ish. Yeah, a lot flavors. of flavor going on. I mean, it's it, yeah. it's pretty complex. Um, you're right. I don't get alcohol burn, but I get the spice that like when I first sipped it, maybe go. In a good way. Yeah. Alcohol burn. So they, yeah. they actually, they do another beer that they, that's called Saison Brett. And what that is, is is basically this Saison with Britannomyces, which makes it age a lot longer. It's got a little bit of that tartness. And you still, you can taste that in this because actually what they did was they came up with Saison Brett first and then they backed off and made a Saison. Usually you would think that it was kind of the other way around that they made a Saison and they decided to add Britannomyces to it to see what it would do. But they actually did it with the Britannomyces first and then pulled it back and now they make the Tank 7 Saison. So it still has a little bit of that tartness in it. You still get some of the hop flavor and there's there's a lot. It, it's a very complex Saison, which is considered a simple style. Tell us what bread, Britannomyces Britannomyces. It, it's, Britannomyces. It's actually, it's, it's uh, a bacteria, it's a bug, and uh, it's really used in a lot of sour beers. Put bugs so, in your beer. Yeah, a lot mm. of those sour beers you have have, have Britannomyces, lactobacillus, a couple things like that. They'll add it in there, and what it actually does is it acts as a yeast and can actually yes. preserve the beer. And you can, if you have a beer with Britannomyces, it ages a lot longer and a lot better because it's much more slow-acting. And continues to build, so that that's there you go. That's why they need chemists and microbiologists at these big breweries because they can yeah. control all that Sean, stuff. Sean, what do you think amazing. of Britannomyces? <laughs> well, we'll go Britannomyces first. I love Britannomyces. Britannomyces was a woman. I hope my wife's not listening, but I married Britannomyces. <laughs> yeah, he hit her in the can. <laughs> oh, I lo- I mean in the can of beer. Right. I, I really beer. I do love sour beers. Um, for a saison with this one, I'm not super thrilled. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a little bit heavier than the Saison yeah. style. I think it goes better as a beer to guard. I think that it's a, 
you know, a bearded guard typically is, is heavier. It's got a little bit more mouthfeel, t- drinks a little bit more like a lager. And I think this one is more indicative of that. Um, I don't think it's a bad beer, but for a Saison, I'm not I'm not 100% thrilled with it. I think it's got a good flavor with it, I, but I think the malt backbone on it's a little on the on the heavier side. I think if you're a, a you know, a, a new to craft beer style, mm-hmm. I think this would be an easier one to get into than the other two because it gives a little bit of a sweeter taste to it. But, you know... That's me. You know. yeah, well, if you're, 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 Sean's coming at it from more of a BJCP judge background because Sean, Sean you know, uh. will evaluate things based upon the style. So when you're evaluating beers based upon the style, you have certain uh, notes, you like certain things you want to tick as you're going along. So some things are going to not match up. And sometimes, you know, a beer, you know, being 8.5% really does kind of fall outside of the range. So the, the uh, beefy malt feel and the, the mouth feel on this uh. is, is kind of outside of the range for what you would consider if you're judging. Yeah, Correct. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted a precursor that so that Sean's not poo pooing on anything. Well, he's no, just, I'm not. He's coming I'm not trying, background. You know, as as a home brewer and you know, running homebrew, yeah. you know, we were talking about how a lot of these beers are brought back for the brink, and a lot of that's from the American craft industry yes. and a lot of the home brewers. There's yeah. beers out there that are not able to be made on a mass scale because of how intricate they are, yeah. um, and so you can get a little bit persnickety, if you will. Oh yeah. On the um, on the style guidelines when you're homebrew a lot. Persnickety man, all the way. I know what he's saying. That's a cool vest. Don't come empty-handed next time. So scrim. And honestly, now I'm about to pay. A, I'm about to pay a big compliment now. Okay. okay. After you busted it. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you want glassware? Because I have that too. Yeah, that'd be groovy. You do. This is a compliment. Uh-oh. Kind of resemble uh, the guy Skippy from the show Family Ties. That was always the case. <laughs> you do it just a little bit. And that's a compliment. I gotta Google it now. <laughs> <laughs> Derek knows I, what I, I, I know He's laughing I, like there's no tomorrow. Huey Lewis no, giggles, yes. No, I'm not I'm not busting on you. That's a compliment. No, I I, I know Skippy. There's a lot Skippy. of people out there. Mark we, Price, we need to really? all find 80s alternate personalities. We have Huey Lewis, we have Skippy. I gotta, I gotta, we all have to find some kind of 80s alternate personality so we can just go on as the all-star. Isn't, isn't Huey Lewis playing soon, or did he yeah, play? at the casino. Yo, oh, listen no. to Jim! <laughs> My wife is so mad at me right now because I'm going through a huge Huey Lewis kick. Oh. She's not happy. Wow. <laughs> Gee, I wonder how you got on that, Gene. That's yeah, excellent. I don't know. Listen, John. Yes, that's going to happen, and we're all going to go, including, <laughs> including Skippy over. No, Sean, excellent, but I love that fest, man. That's cool. Now, Scranton Brewers, Gail, before I give away this excellent prize, let us know a little bit. How could people get more in, in tune with what you're doing, and if they have a homebrew that they would like to join your organization, what do they got to do? They just have to like beer. Um, we meet oh, the— uh, We're in. <laughs> we, lead the, we meet the last Wednesday of the month at Jack's Draft House on the Hill section of Scranton at 730. Um, we focus on beer education. Um, you can also find us out in the area. We do a lot of um, a lot of educational outreach and stuff like that for beer, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. We don't require people to bring beer to our meetings, but it helps. You know, oh, yeah. the, the conversation go along. Yeah. That's excellent, man. That's very cool. I'm a glad. lubricant for conversation. Yeah, we got a lot of great minds in here, <laughs> minus mine. I mean, you four guys are really carrying a great show today. I'm having fun eating all this damn food and whatnot. <laughs> we'll say it's great, Gene. Excellent. Good times. And we got this killer gift, like we said before. Brew like a pro. Make pub-style draft beer at home from Dave Miller, author. And we got the cool beer. So, plus this wonderful stack of peculiar culinary uh, coasters for your next party or event at your house. You want to make that happen now? Plus, plus, plus glassware. Oh, Don't forget, we have a lovely stem tulip from Firestone yeah. Walker. Oh, this is a cool what? It's a stem tulip glass. Oh, I knew that. That's groovy. <laughs> All right, Firestone Walker Brewing Company. 
a long stem rose it's glass. It's a glass. It's a glass. You pour beer in it and enjoy it. There you go. Cool. Call us on the helophone. <laughs> Call us on the helophone. 855-777-1023. 855-777-1023. I got an itch, and it's a mot, and it's Martha Hoople, and the moon upstairs is what I'm playing today, and if you don't like it, tough. I'm in an Ian Hunter-type mood, and it's going to happen right now.
in the longest time, I have not wanted to restart the same song that just played. <laughs> I almost did it right now. But we don't have time because we have great beer. Yeah, keep on trucking. Yeah, and a lot of great information. Congratulations, Kathy Pollock. You won this fabulous prize package provided by my good friend over there in the corner, Dirty Derek. Oh, it's all good stuff. You did, man. You brought all this (laughs) stuff in. You're always making it happen with all the great people that want to be part of the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. It's all good times. Pretty soon we're going to have people, they're going to want us to put a drive through window outside so Gene can whip them up some of these great delicacies, man, he's bringing. Gene, you can cater our cruise to Belgium. We're going to have a cruise to Belgium. Oh, sign know. me up. And prostitution's <laughs> legal there, by the way. I just want to start out there. Pay me in beer. No need for cash. Oh, I don't know if we can afford oh. that, Gene. <laughs> yeah, I know. Could you just take a couple hundred grand? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Buy your own damn beer. All right, yeah. man, we got, we're limited time here. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Kathy. Roll into what you got over there, Dirty Derek. Well, now we move down. This is from the uh, Brooklyn Brewing Company. This is their Sriracha Ace. Uh, what this is is a, a traditional Saison brewed with a, a, what was an experimental hop was actually brewed exclusively for the Sapporo Brewing Company that were in Japan. It's a, it's a Japanese hop. Uh, it's called Sriracha Ace. So they named the beer specifically after the hop. The hop's very unique because it's it's... Got high alpha acid, which we're accustomed to with a lot of the Americanized hops. But what this gives forward, instead of the the typical citrus and the the grapefruit or orange type variety, this is very lemony. You get a lot of lemon balm, lemon verbena, very very lemon tart kind of flavors coming through. But with a really nice uh, traditional saison base, it, it's really brewed as a traditional saison. I'm sorry now. No no no. I'm don't. sorry. Laura Ingalls' favorite perfume. What 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 fragrance was it? <laughs> From Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Lemon Verbena, man. I was going to say, we going with Okay, that's where I thought we were going I just with want that. everybody to know that. Go ahead. I never watched Little House on the Prairie. That's Derek's I new saw name. That. Derek's new name is Lemon Verbena. <laughs> I saw that little girl running down the hill when I changed the channel. <laughs> oh, but anyway, uh, no, this, this is a very traditional Saison. It, it, you could it taste it in the mouthfeel and everything. What, what really comes through for me was Sean and I were talking off, off, off mic about this. We were having a fight. There was almost a duel but, here. What, what comes through for me is a lot of the, the, the hop aroma from the Sriracha Ace because it is a very pungent hop, but it's in the, the lemon variety. So I get a lot of, of the bitterness from the hop and the, the aroma from that. I now, still think it's a tra- traditional Saison. Yeah, now I argued that this is possibly <laughs> one of the best Saisons we've had today because yeah. it, everything was a little bit more subdued than the some of the more upfront flavors of the other ones. Now, Derek happens to be wrong on this fact, but that's okay because, you know. <laughs> fight! Oh, fight! They're going to throw it out. The cans are coming off. <laughs> Folks, this is a great example of battle that we're going to have here in a minute. Awesome. Uh, of, of everyone having different tastes and, and different interpretations of yeah. drinking the same beer. No, absolutely. And that's why And that's why I, I said in the beginning of the show how um, making your own beer is making the best beer because really – the best beer that you're going to have is going to be the beer that you like to drink the most. Yeah. And the only way to really do that is to drink an excessive amount of beer and to find out what's the <laughs> one you and like. in the case of Gene and I, it's the beer in our hand that's our favorite beer. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's funny because I'm sitting over here and I'm watching Sean and his fists are starting to ball up. And I'm thinking, he's either going to whack me because I call him Skippy from Family Ties or he's really not liking these facts that Derek's saying right now. So what's up? So I, I kind of had my guard up Gene, there, you restrain Sean. I'll restrain Derek. There'll be no fist to cuss. No, no, that's not what it's about at all. I made a very good point about everybody having different tastes and their education behind them minus me. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. It's actually really nice to have a little debate on here. Oh, yeah. Normally, like... Sometimes the, everybody just likes everything. The three of us right. are... Yeah, we, we enjoy. So it's nice to get yeah. a little... 
Yeah, it's uh, great. When we banter back and forth. It's and great show. So I am, the vo- I am the voice of reason. Yeah. Well, we didn't say or, reason. Or the jerk. Whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> this show needed a heel. This show needed a heel. We found one. You know, we were talking about 80s, 80s sitcoms. You know, Uh-oh. the jerk is actually Uh-oh. an 80s oh, movie. So I'll take the movie. movie. You guys can be the TV because obviously Ooh. you're the low brown on the high brown. <laughs> In Dumb. the red corner. <laughs> what, you got, what you got over there? <laughs> I, what you got? I got a beer. Oh, <laughs> not a bad reward. No. So we have more. Gene's let- jealous. Wow. <laughs> so Gene, Gene, what do you think of this one? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it weird that I get a um, a bourbon or a liquor flavor in this? A, a, a whiskey or something? Or maybe a, did I ruin my palate from... No, I don't think you ruin your palate. I mean, that just could be how you're perceiving it. I mean, I don't, yeah, for some reason, and it's not a bad thing. I, I said, huh. like, I almost wanted to ask, was this aged in a barrel? I get something like that, a malty kind crazy? of, some kind of malty, oh, uh, yeah, combination it, of I mean, stuff. It's, yeah. it's in a beautiful way. I say yeah, that it could just but, be from the malts that you're, you're perceiving yeah. it. I mean, this is because also the other thing with with saisons, uh, a lot of them are bottle conditioned. So when you're pouring these, as you get towards the bottom of the bottle, mm. you're going to get a lot of those yeast dredgings. Right. And those yeast dredgings are going to give more pungent flavor. So I, I don't know where we were in the pouring, too. So some of that, that actually could, yeah. so uh, some of us could actually have a what kind of a different beer. Something for our listeners, Derek. Explain a little about the bottle conditioning, about how when they, they, they let it actually yeah. create the beer in the bottle rather than what in. It'll, when you get a, a bottle conditioned beer, we're going to actually get into this because we actually get everything lined up for do our Do we have our one aging. more beer? We do. All right. But uh, the bottle conditioning, what it is, you, you kind of have some yeast left. Behind and what happens is the bottle, the the beer keeps changing basically in the bottle as it does. I mean, they'll have a, a date on there how long because it, it's not going to age as long traditionally with you know especially the saisons, but uh, it'll keep changing the complexity of the beer, the flavor. You could have a beer, same. You could buy two bottles same time. They were bottled one right after the other. Have one immediately, have one age two years, and be a different beer because wow. you're going to have a lot of different flavors. Cool going magic on. bottles. All right, boys. I know everybody's got a lot of opinions about a lot of things, and there was actually a couple phone calls I wanted to take. I guess the good friends at Intercom might just have to give us another hour sooner or later because we got so much to fit in. Um, here's the deal, Derek. We got our last one. We got about five minutes before I have to wrap it all up. Let's get it around this table and let everybody know that we're here every Saturday morning starting at 10 a.m. We're glad that you can join us. Like we found out from the Scranton Brewers Guild, our good friend Sean here, that a lot of people that come to his meetings hang out and take part and all their functions. Love listening to the Beer Geeks, regardless of uh, what we're uh, pouring at the week or however, because if you love beer and you want to be about it, join us here, man. You learn about great food as well as organizations you can get involved with and do some traveling and go to great conventions and all this good stuff. And you might even be able to see a Texas death match one of these weeks. <laughs> we keep bringing Sean back now and then. I'm going to get, I'm going to have to get Derek a bodyguard. I have to get my buddy Derek a bodyguard, I feel threatened. man. No, you man. should. Oh, all right. Wow. See, the one thing that listeners don't this know is, is so I, I have to, I'm driving it Sean home. I feel like I'm in the WWE. I feel like I have to pick some Sides. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of love in this room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, our final vinyl. We only right. got four minutes. This is our final one. This is from Firestone Walker. Now, this is, uh, I'm actually having this one for the first time because this is the only bottle I had. I brought it down too. for everybody. Boom, boom. This, is, uh, this is their Opal. What this is is a dry hopped Saison. So you're going to get a little more hops going on in this. And you kind of get a little more of that citrusy flavor. You can you can taste it. Firestone is a great brewery because they have, when you look on their logo, they have the California bear sing, uh, symbolizing the, the Americans. And you have the lion symbolizing the the British, so they they're a really good mashup of a, a British and English brewer, a British and American brewery, with a lot of really complex flavors going on. They love playing off one another. 
There's something in this beer that's a, quite a different flavor than the other. Green apple. I'm getting crazy green apple on this. It's it's tart. You yeah. know, a lot of tartness kind of coming through. That's yeah. what a lot of the traditional saisons are going. They they almost were, you know, taking on some of those tart flavors because it was you know wild brewed. So you got some wild yeast kind of blowing in there. But I mean, this is. I mean, I love Firestone Walker. This is another. Absolutely fantastic beer from them. There's a lot of different flavors. Yeah, in this. it's a really complex. This, this is one they, they really uh, released in limited. This is their uh, what is it? Proprietors Reserve. Proprietors, and uh, it's it's a really really interesting saison. Sean's that, contemplating. What thanks, are you contemplating, Derek. Sean? <laughs> you know, th- to me, th- it's a great. I think it's a great beer. But to me, this is out of all the stuff that we've had today. I think this is definitely like the Jedi level of of, wow. of saisons. Um, and I say Jedi level in the fact of if this is going to be the first saison you're going to try. You're probably going to get turned off from the flavor, yeah. the flavor yeah. and the profile it's of it. It's a lot more complex in yeah. your face. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff going on with this, um, but it's still a fantastic example. I think I get a lot of uh, with the apple. I get a lot of lemon out of it too. I think yeah. it's a very a fresh, citrus, bright yeah. beer. Yeah, the, the the dry and it's actually a lot of saisons are dry on the on the finish, but this is actually kind of as dry up front almost because the the hops hit the the palate. You can almost feel it on your lips like the the drying right up right up front from it. And then it kind of finishes off a little dry, but I mean, this is a really dry beer throughout. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess we're all in agreement yeah, on that. Man, we're I trying to drink it. it. Everybody's got a mouthful of something besides me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what's up, dude? No way. <laughs> yeah. It just got awkward there for a little bit. <laughs> Insert awkward no one, pause. no one wants to look in each other's eyes right now in this We're moment. done. <laughs> all right, man. So where the hell is this going like this? Here's where it's going. So we all enjoy that beer. Do we, do we like that? Everybody tastes the Fantastic. Firestone Walker, another home run. Yeah, that's good stuff. And that's what we like to hear. And if you have a beer that you might want to bring up for the beer geeks to check out sometime, you can make that happen. Hit us up on our Facebook or our Twitter, any of that good stuff. I'd like to say a very special thank you to Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork in Pittston, man. Tell us how to get there and get a great consultation. Uh, they're a good friend, uh, Jack, down there, okay? Jack. Jack, Jim, Joe. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave is yeah, you're, you're, good, you're good. And you're the I'm guy great. not drinking. <laughs> yeah, but okay. That, we said it every week, somewhere every week. Yeah. The, their address, you want to shoot down, take a look at their showroom. It's uh, on rear 205 Broad Street in Pittston, or give them a call. It's 570-654-1461. They'll hook you up with the man cave. And uh, while I'm grabbing the mic, let's, uh, next week, we now since we actually got, you know, we're, we're booked, right. we're booked for the summer now, All which right. is great. We are booked Good. throughout. Uh, we have a lot of fantastic One things minute. coming. And uh, <laughs> next week, we have Nimble Hill Brewing coming down. There. Awesome. Some other fantastic local beers Jack down. Jack B. Nimble Hill, baby. <laughs> so we're going to be talking with them about, you know, a lot of the local brewers they have going on and what's going on with them. All right, good times. I'd like to say thank you very much, Dr. Johnny Blindside, once again from Exit 190 Beer Deli, always out there on Main Street in Dixon City. Stop in and see Dr. Johnny Blindside. Pick from over the 800 different kinds of craft beer there or the 20 uh, tap, uh, beers on tap. Growlers, get them filled up. Say hello to Dr. Johnny. We got our good friend Gene Philbin here from Peculiar Culinary. Let everybody know, Gene, how they can get hooked up and find out about getting a tasting for their big event coming up. Absolutely. It's uh, peculiarculinary.com. Com, or you can email me directly. Just give me all your info. Give yeah. me what you love. Info at peculiarculinary.com. 
Twitter, Facebook, you know the deal. Yes, we Good definitely eats. do. And Sean, it's been a pleasure having you here this week. It was week. great to be here. Excellent, man. It's a lot different doing this show um, live in the studio rather than being hung over in a lobby on a cell phone, huh? <laughs> much different, much different. Much more enjoyable, too. Excellent. I'm glad you're definitely enjoying thanks, it. Thanks for the uh, whatever you want to call it here. We, this was good. This the was banter. Good. <laughs> and, and good. And because you come from the, the background of all your beer knowledge right. and that kind of stuff, that was nice Great. to have you coming in and, and uh, not be just saying, oh, yeah, that was good, too. Yeah, he's no, the thank heel. You, thank you. He's the heel, man. He's the blackjack mulligan <laughs> of the beer. He, he's the undertaker of the, the Barry Horowitz. Come on, remember Barry no, Horowitz? You're the Barry Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Jobber. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're having too much fun. We're having way too much fun here. We're actually going to have a lot more fun. I'll see you at Freddy's Closet tonight at 9 o'clock here on the Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. For the rest of the beer geeks and everybody out there, I am the ODWB, the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ville. This week, consider yourselves dealt with. Enjoy the rest of your day.